In the name of the glorious Trinity, Father and Son and Holy Spirit, forever. Amen. Glory be to the everlasting mercies which sent you to us, O Christ, the light of the world and the life of all. Give us wisdom by your law and enlighten our impulses by your knowledge. Sanctify our souls by your truth and grant that we may be obedient to your words and may fulfill your commandments at every hour. O you who enlightens the rational with the knowledge of your greatness, do enlighten, O my Lord, our thoughts, that we may meditate upon your holy and divine scriptures at all times, O Lord of all, Father and Son and Holy Spirit forever. Amen. What is the first thing that comes to mind or the most common reaction when we have added a few pounds or kilograms on our weight and there is a wedding or a, uh, a specific, a special event coming up? Yeah, we begin to abstain from not only specific food, but also, and more importantly, the eating habits. And we do this to deprive the body from storing fat. Now, I'm no dietitian, but you know the drill. You know what I'm talking about. What happens when you produce specific symptoms pertaining to specific food, specific activities or habits, etc.? You begin to abstain in order to be healed, to be released. For example, I've been suffering with uh, acid reflux for oh, over 30 years now. And I know that each time I drink sodas, it aggravates it. It comes back. So what I do, I need to abstain to cut out sodas or fizzy drinks or citrus fruits in order to avoid the discomfort of my acid reflux. You know, it's the same with our spiritual diseases, our spiritual symptoms, our spiritual weight of sin. As we have begun our period of fasting, that is preparing our minds, our hearts, our souls to receive and celebrate one of the greatest events in the history of mankind, past, present and future, along with the miraculous conception and birth of Jesus Christ being the resurrection of Christ. When we fast during Lent, we are preparing ourselves to celebrate to receive the resurrection of Christ. Now, keeping in mind that without the crucifix, there would be no resurrection. Hence, we worship, extol, and revere the cross of our Lord by performing its sign upon ourselves. When we fast, we begin to deprive the flesh, the body that is weak, according to St. Paul, according to Jesus Christ. Weak because of evil, greed, selfishness, wanting desires, or unnoticeable or hidden demonic strongholds, aka addictions, etc. And when we do, we deprive the body, when we're fasting, we're depriving the body from its comfort, its joy, and its pleasures. 
allowing the spirit that is willing to overcome the fleshly desires and to supersede them with spiritual and virtuous deeds. People ask, why do we fast from food? Let me ask, why did God say to Adam and Eve, do not eat? Well, it was so that Adam and Eve were bound by a commandment which extended to relationship with God, his creator. You see, when we withhold food and drink, that means abstain. When we abstain from food and drink, we are reminded of the effect of disobedience to God. You know, our minds take us back to that first original sin. Sin that causes death and destruction to enter into the world, seeing the fall and corruption of man. However, let not food be the major factor of our fasting. Abstaining not merely from food, but rather from our habits, carelessness, foolishness, selfishness, ignorance, arrogance, immorality. Why? Because we have D and J awaiting us. Now, I'm not going to talk too much about D and J. That's going to be our next episode. So I'm going to mention D and J, but I'm not going to elaborate. I want you to listen to next week's episode, and we're going to talk about the D and J. So we abstain from our sins, our foolishness, our weakness, because we have D and J awaiting us. St. John Chrysostom writes in one of his homilies. Very nicely put, actually. Do you fast? Are you fasting? My question, or St. John Chrysostom's question to all of us today is, are you fasting? Or do you fast? He goes on to say, prove it by your works. And that goes hand in hand with James chapter 2, verse 18. For a man may say to you, You and I have faith. I have works. Show me your faith without works, and I shall show you my faith by my works. And one of the deeds of faith, along with praying, reading scriptures, attending church, is fasting. So when you fast, you need to uh, make yourself content and you need to be portraying that period of fasting. And I'll and Jesus gives us a, a method of that, by our works, our deeds. He goes on to say, is, it is said, by what kind of works? Or, you know, what deeds are you talking about? What are we referring to? And he lists some. He goes on to say, if thou seest a poor man, if you see a poor man, take pity on him. You know, during Lent, one of the greatest deeds one of the obligations, the responsibilities, the duties, the gifts, the blessings of a Christian is to have pity on his brother, man, who is in need. If you see a poor man, take pity on him. Proverbs eighteen seven sorry, Proverbs nineteen seventeen reads, He that follows the Lord God shows mercy upon the poor, and he is rewarded according to his works. Why? Why is it that if I want to prove and make evident that I 
follow the Lord God, I must show mercy on the poor because that's what he did, praise his name. He showed mercy on our pitifulness when he took flesh and came down and walked among us and died for us. St. John goes on to say, If you see an enemy, be reconciled to him. Matthew chapter 5, verse 44. But I say to you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. Listen, you cannot eat meat until the Lord returns. You can be total vegan until the Lord returns. You can fast all the fasts that are in the liturgical uh, calendar of the church until the Lord returns. But if we cannot show love, it only becomes a, a diet, a spiritual diet to no avail. That's why St. John Chrysostom writes, if you see your enemy, and in particular during Lent, because this is the time we want the body to be deprived from, from, uh, from you know, despising people and from being so uh, arrogant, and we want the body to be humbled and to show love to the enemies according to Jesus' commandments. But I say to you, this is Jesus speaking again, not one of the church fathers, not one of the saints, not a prophet. This is Jesus Christ, our Lord, our God, our Savior, our life giver for the, and the forgiver of our sins. Now, you must be taking heed right now. When you hear the name Jesus Christ, and I always, always mention this in my sermons, when we hear the name, the precious, majestic, dominant name of our Lord Jesus Christ, we must stop and take heed and this is what he is commanding. But I say to you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. What great time then during fasting can we attempt and try, strive, struggle to fulfill these commandments. And we can do it through Christ. St. John Chrysostom goes on to say, If you see a friend gaining honor, envy him not. Congratulate him compliment him, encourage him, maybe learn from him or her, maybe consult your friend, you know, how did you make so much money? That's what, that's what it always boils down to, right? Wealth, glamour. No, what about, you know, how, uh, you know, what, what did it take you and, and what did you go through, to what extent did you go through to to be so humbled and to, to begin to fulfill the commandments of our Lord Jesus Christ. Galatians chapter 5, verse 26, and let not us be vainglorious, looking for vainglory, despising one another and envying one another. St. John goes on. If you see a handsome woman or a handsome man, pass her or him by. You know what he's talking about. In Matthew chapter 5, verse 28, I think this is what he's quoting. But I say to you that whoever gazes as a man or a woman with a rose, sexual desires. Now, you know, scriptures don't uh, command us that we should not gaze at one another and look at one another. It's just like when Jesus says, when you want to do your good, don't do it to be seen by men not just be so conspicuous so that no one can see you. It's impossible sometimes. But don't do your good intentionally to be seen and applauded and rewarded by man. 
when you gaze at a woman or a man, don't gaze for sexual desires. Because at once, that person has committed adultery with her or him in his heart or her heart. During the Lent, this period of Lent, beloved, especially my young, beloved uh, youth and, you know, the, the, the young at age and, you know, maybe I shouldn't have even said that, but any person, but let's talk about the young at age for now. You know, social media, TikTok. I cannot fathom. It mind boggles me. I, I, I don't understand. I don't understand how a sister could be filming herself dancing in the most sexual, perverse and, and connotated way so that the whole world can watch and see and witness. That is evil, beloved. That is evil. So during this time of Lent, if you're struggling with pornography, which is now so normal, you don't need to maybe buy magazines now. It's on TikTok. It's on the social medias. It's on the internet. So readily available. And today, readily available for the children as well. God have mercy. If you're struggling with this demonic act, demonic possession, which is aka addiction, if you're struggling, this is the time to deprive the body. And St. John Chrysostom is going to tell us how to. To deprive the desires of the body. He goes on, For let not the mouth only fast, but also the eye and the ear and the feet and the hands and all the members of our bodies. Let the hands fast by being pure from rapine, that is stealing and greediness. I will add to this, gentlemen, let your hands cease and be deprived. Let your hands be cut off from the evil acts of sexual desires. Use your hands for the glory of God. Use your hands to help others. Use your hands to do good. Matthew chapter 5, verse 30. If your hand causes you to sin in any way, shape, or form, my beloved brothers and sisters, cut it off and throw it away. Now, one, one helpful hint is, what is causing your hand to sin? Is it social media? Is it the internet? Is it Hollywood? Is it one of the shows that you watch? Or what you see on, on the web, cut it out, throw it away. Because it is better to go into the kingdom of heaven with one hand missing. Paraphrasing. Tend to have both hands, then to have both hands and to be thrown into fiery hell. This is the time, beloved. This is how we need to fast. Not because I like chocolate so much. I'm Don't fool yourself. I don't know who's come up with these ideas of fasting, and I'm going to give you the, the, the proper way of fasting. I, don't lo I love drinking co uh, Coke, so I'm going to stop drinking Coke. That's my fast. No, that does not cut it. You can stop drinking any drink, but if your hand is still sinning, well, your fasting becomes null and void. 
Let the feet fast by ceasing from running to the unlawful events and places. Rave parties. Where it seems that all those in are in some sort of a drug-affected trance. And they're like worshipping the DJ. Not the DNJ. The DNJ is next week's episode. No, this is the DJ. The DJ that stands on a platform and has his or her hand stretched out and he's asking everyone to jump up and down and everyone is like, you know, you, you look at it, it's like they're worshipping this DJ. You know, let your feet steer away from these places during the time of Lent and beyond, not only during time of Lent. You know, this is the period where we where we are in in complete and and you know struggling and training ourselves so that after we have fulfilled this period we continue we continue with the holiness the peace of mind the the comfort and the encouragement of the spirit that we receive we continue with that beloved Galatians chapter 5 Verses 19 to 21. Listen to this, young brothers and sisters. For the works of the flesh are known, which are fornication, impurity, whoredom, the worship of idols, witchcraft, hate, contention, rivalry, rage, insolence, dissensions, divisions, envy, murder, drunkenness, revealing you know what that word is? This is talking about the rave parties. Enjoying oneself in a lively and noisy way, especially with drinking and dancing and drugs. I'll add to that. And Paul goes on to say, And all such things, those who are committing these things, as I said to you from the first, I say now also that they shall not inherit the kingdom of God. During the time of Lent, we must refrain. We must train ourselves to say no. Stop our feet from walking to such places, beloved. That's why during Lent, we do not bless weddings. We do not perform or officiate wedding ceremonies. Not because marriage is a sin. No, it's an amazing gift of God. But the celebrations that take place after the wedding ceremony the drunkenness, the nudity. I think that's what we need to call it now, the nudity, the immorality that happens at times, beloved. That's why we, we don't offer the sacrament of baptism during Lent, not because baptism is a bad thing, Chesli. only in extreme cases, only in extreme cases, life and death cases, we will minister the sacrament of baptism. The reason why the church refrains from that is because after baptism, it's one more time, dancing and drinking. And I'm sorry to say, at times, hiring belly dancers. Are you serious? Your child has received the greatest gift of the Holy Spirit, which is the sacrament of baptism, 
being born anew, being put to death with Christ in baptism, being given new life, being clothed with Christ, being counted as one of the sheep of the flock of Christ, we celebrate with belly dancing? Let the eyes, St. John Chrysostom goes on to say, let the eyes fast, being taught never to fix themselves rudely upon handsome countenance or to busy themselves with strange beauties. That's what it's all about today. Beauty. You know, we, we inject our faces to look beautiful, to enhance our beauty. Are you telling me that the beauty that God has given you, I'm talking to Christians who claim that they believe in God and they love Jesus and they follow Jesus, that you're not content with the lips that God has created you with? You need to get them blown up. You're not content with the facial, um, um, what's the word, facial um, aspects, I know, you're not you're not content you need to enhance them because god got it wrong is that the message that we're giving well proverbs chapter 31 verse 30 those who spend so much money on such wasteful want beauty is false and favor is empty but a woman or a man that is in the awe of the lord god shall be praised so during this time of Lent, beloved, if you have entered this spiritual warfare or you're contemplating entering this spiritual warfare, because when Jesus fasted, there was a war, there was a, 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 a contest between Satan and Christ. Praise be to his name, he overcame. So if you are in the period of fasting, you're offering your fast, keep in mind, not just what goes in your mouth. Jesus says that actually doesn't defile you, but what comes out will defile you. Again, you can fast from poultry, you can fast from dairy products, but if you're not fasting from your joy and your drinking and your and your um, you know going out, enjoying yourself, having so much fun, well, then the body is not really deprived, is it? It's a total deprivation, beloved. You know, you, you abstain from, from the joy that you have on a daily basis. And that is the deed that proves that you truly are offering a period of fast, abstinence, from food and from deeds as well. So how do we fast? Well, Jesus commands in Matthew 6, 16, and when you fast, that means we must fast, when you fast, do not sad and do not be sad like the hypocrites, for they distort their faces, and they may be that they may be seen of men to fast. Verily I say to you, they have gotten their reward. When you fast, don't complain, don't whinge. If you're going to complain and whinge, well, just don't do it. You have free will. The church encourages. The church, um, um, uh, you know, cries out the period of Lent to her children. 
and the church truly would like every person that is a member of the flock of Christ to offer this fasting so that it becomes a public fast as well. But we don't have power. We don't have, we don't have, you know, we can't force people into it. But if you, out of your free will, are so serious about your current situation and where you stand in the holiness that we have been called to because of our sins and you want to fast, Jesus puts it very beautifully. Do it wholeheartedly and not to be seen by people. (coughs) Be prepared for a war of temptations, beloved. Equip yourselves with the Holy Scriptures. That was Jesus' armor against Satan. And by the way, Satan had the same weapon. It has been said, it has been written. So Satan knew scripture and you and I are so sometimes illiterate. (laughs) Be prepared with holy scriptures. Read the lives of the saints. They give you a lot of courage, beloved. They They were people like you and I who said no to the world, totally turned their backs to the world and lived a life of fasting and prayer and total isolation and total sacrifice to God. Read their stories and see how they overcame the desires, their fleshly desires. So what is the method according to the church of fasting? We wake up in the morning. By the way, fasting means abstinence, not just not eating particular foods, but abstinence, no eating, no drinking. You know, some say and ask, when Jesus fasted 40 days and 40 nights, did he not drink? Well, according to his flesh, he would have needed to consume liquid because, uh, you know, it's been said that uh, a person can go for four days maximum, I believe, without drinking water, without liquid. That's why the scriptures say he fasted 40 days and 40 nights and he hungered, meaning not he thirsted, he hungered. So he must have been drinking liquid. But regardless, beloved, you know, let's not, let's not swallow the camel and sift the net. So when you wake up in the morning and you um, offer your fast, obviously you prepare yourself hygienically You go into your room, you pray, and you beseech the Lord to make you worthy to offer this fast because fasting is a gracious gift from God. We are not worthy, but we ask God to make us worthy to offer our fast, to help us, to strengthen us, and to always reveal our shortcomings, our sins, our faults, our transgressions. After you have prayed, we abstain. That means we don't drink or we don't eat. Now, there are two methods. One, the traditional uh, forefathers method is that they would abstain from the time that they would um, wake up till evening prayers, vespers. So till the the time of uh, sunset. Now, I know some people you know, maybe fasting for the first time and this may be too difficult for them. Well, why don't you do this? Wake up in the morning, prepare yourself hygienically, offer your fast until lunchtime. Don't eat or drink until lunchtime. And when you do, pray before you eat, Lord, hear my prayers and accept my fast. Help me to overcome my sins 
Lord, forgive me. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, help me a sinner. Forgive me for all my transgressions. Give me strength to continue, Lord, to continue to focus on you. Those who want to go the full day until sunset, well, you do the same. But I encourage you to attend the Vespers. There will be Vespers every day where you pray with the community, the church community, and ask the Lord to receive and accept and forgive our sins and trespasses. But on a Sunday, beloved, on a Sunday, we cannot abstain because we need to partake in the Holy Eucharist. So I encourage you on a Sunday to attend church services, to receive the absolution that the church has been authorized to bestow upon her children, to partake in the all-sanctifying, all-healing body and blood of our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ. So this will go on for 49 days until the Feast of the Resurrection of our Lord. So again, um, it's usually from sunset to sunset. So let's say, for example, sunset Monday to sunset Tuesday. All right. So sunset Monday, we break our abstinence, our fast, we eat food, and then we have a service of thanksgiving until the next sunset. Now, this is how the church encourages. But again, every person is different, I understand. If you've never fasted, try it one day a week. Then the next week, do it for two days. And the following week, do it for three days. I assure you, I assure you through experiences of other people that have um, began fasting for the first time, that after a while, it becomes easier because the Lord strengthens and the Lord will give you strength. Now, during fasting, there must be a lot of prayer, beloved. Continuously asking the Lord to help you to overcome this battle because Satan will intensify his attacks uh, on, on you. And most importantly, again, attend Raza service. Now, I want to finish um, by sharing a canon, which is a prayer that is prayed every morning before the the matins uh, in the church and the canon uh, uh, canonical prayer. And, you know, I encourage you to pray this. It goes like this. In the midnight, I rose up to praise you for your just judgment. At night, let us sing praise to the vigilant one who does not sleep, whom angels serve. At night, when the voices of all sorts are silenced, our prayer delights you. O Lord, who is pleased with the penitent, that means those who offer their repentance, he hears and does not turn away. He listens and redeems and saves. Hear, O Lord, our prayer, and in your mercy grant our petitions, because you alone are full of mercy and pardon debts. It's a beautiful prayer. You can recite before you go to sleep, and uh, when you wake up, again, we thank God, and um, we open the day with the Lord's Prayer, and continue to communicate with the Lord. During this period of fasting, beloved, I pray that the gracious Lord God grants us the victory that His Son, uh, through which He conquered Satan and all temptations. Um, through this time of fasting, beloved, we are a sitting target, but keep in mind that we have victory through Christ, our Lord and our Savior. 
and if you have um, any struggles, any um, any issues, or you're you're facing difficulties, you know, I strongly consult, uh, uh, strongly um, advise you and encourage you to seek your spiritual counselors, advise your parish priest. Let us all offer this fast to our Lord, so that He may forgive us and have mercy upon us. Praise and glory be to his name now and at all times and forever. Amen. We hope you enjoyed this week's message. Please don't forget to rate and review this podcast and share with your friends and family. For any future topic suggestions or to give us detailed feedback, please visit our link in the show notes, linktr.ee forward slash double edged sword. Until next time, God bless you all.